Hey there, and welcome to the All For Us podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to previous episodes. As always, I appreciate you ineffably. <laughs> I love that word, ineffably. Um, right, so today I am going to have a crack about masculine and feminine energies. And this is a topic that I just love getting into. And it's something that my knowledge on has kind of evolved over the years so much. Um, it's probably the area that, that, that has evolved the most, really. I mean, I suppose earlier on, um, years and years ago, when I, when I first started the healing journey, cringe, <laughs> um, masculine and feminine meant so um, meant something so different to me than it does now. I, when I used to hear the word masculine, I used to think, you know, big, strong, powerful man, um, you know, big muscles, um, yeah, just the typical masculinity that we'd see in an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, (laughs) you know, uh, and then femininity, you know, that that to me meant, um, you know, the typical sort of traits that you'd associate with a a woman, you know, (laughs) without going into it too deeply, like, the, you know, the, the flowery dress, the, uh, you know, the lipstick, the makeup, the, um, just, yeah, like, and I suppose that is, it's very surface level, and it is very naive, and, you know, now, my understanding of masculine and feminine is, yeah, it's just so much more vast in terms of the understanding, so, big sigh. If you're listening along, you know, in the car or at home, let's just do a couple of big, nice sighs, get our nervous system nice and calm, and, you know, then we can really get into this episode. We can really immerse ourselves and, you know, truly be invested. And that's coming from myself as well. You know, I, I want to be deeply invested in, in putting this podcast out there, and I want to, don't just want to you know, have it as a means to an end or go through the motions. I, I want to put my heart and soul into it. Okay. So, in order to understand the masculine and feminine, I believe we have to go right back to the universe in terms of universal energies and quantum physics, if you like. Now, From what I understand now, masculine and feminine is the two main energies that are expressed through every single thing we see. Whether that's a human, whether that's a tree, whether that's a mountain, whether that's a waterfall, whether that's a rock on a beach, whether that's the waves in the ocean, whether that's the clouds in the sky, or whether that's simply the sky itself. Every single thing that we see is an expression of the masculine and feminine, and it all has elements of it within. However, some things have a predominant essence of more masculine, and some things have a predominant essence of more feminine. Even ourselves as humans, yeah? Every single human on this planet has an element of masculine and an element of feminine, yeah? 
you know, we, we can't get exact science, we can't say it's 50-50, but near enough, half masculine and half feminine. Very much like the yin and the yang, yeah? Half and half, and it's, it's about getting the balance. However, having said that, all humans on this planet have an essence which is more, um, lends itself to one or the other, okay? So, generally speaking, and I'm gonna keep this very, very general for this part, a man, generally has more of an essence of a masculinity energy, okay? That's a general speaking, because we do get women who have a general sort of lending to a more masculine energy, and we do get men who have a general lending to a more of a feminine energy. That doesn't mean they don't have masculine in them, and that, that means that, you know, that doesn't mean that the, um, you know, the opposite doesn't have the feminine in them. It, it is very much half and half, however, it's, it's almost like, what's your go-to? What is your, your essence? Okay, and I'll, I'll branch out with that and explain it in detail. But, taking it back to the universal energy, yeah? Every single thing that exists in life is either consciousness or light, okay? That's the fundamentals of our universe, either consciousness or light, okay? Now, some of these terms, they might not really sit right at first, so that's, I'm going to go into detail to try and explain. So consciousness is, in its essence, masculinity, okay? And that is, a consciousness is, is an awareness, yeah? It's a witness, and it's a stillness, and it's a structure, and it's something within us that never changes, okay? It's the constant presence of stillness that is in all. Okay, the masculinity. And the femininity is light. Okay, and by light, I mean expression. I mean movement. I mean flow. I mean something that's in us all that is constantly changing. Okay, so masculinity. And the true name for masculinity before um, the humans put archetypes on them and called them masculinity and femininity and we put these names on things with language, the, the very first utterance of a masculine energy was actually called alpha energy, okay? Alpha energy was masculinity and feminine energy was called omega. So they were the very two words that were ever used in terms of understanding energies, alpha and omega. Now that is, yeah, I mean, that, that's just an understanding in itself that humans put these brackets on things with our language called it masculinity and femininity with these archetypes and over the years society has seen masculine as more man and femininity as more woman but in actual fact it's alpha and omega but we'll go with it today you know we're happy to go with masculine and feminine because that tends to be the understanding of it but i will you know keep paying a nod to the alpha and omega just so it's you know it is in our awareness so Masculinity is that is something that we all have in us, and it's that never-changing presence. It's that never-changing consciousness and stillness that is aware of all. And the femininity is that constant changing light, movement, energy, expression. So if we were to look at it from an example, the masculinity is like the sky. Okay, It's ever-present, it's always there. Femininity is like the weather. It's always changing. Yeah, it's the flow. You know, the same clouds that are in the sky today weren't there yesterday. The same sunshine that's there 
yesterday obviously is changing in, in certain ways. It's, it moves around and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not fixed in that lens of the sky, if that makes sense. So we, once we understand the expression of masculinity and the expression of femininity, we understand that every single thing in, in life has an expression of those two things naturally. So if we look at a mountain, yeah, a mountain, when we look at that, it's still, it's ever present and it is fixed and it's got order, it's got structure. That, that You would say that is like a masculine presence. However, we look at the waterfall that is trickling down the mountain, okay, that is movement. It's constantly changing. It's never the same water, is it? It's coming around the water cycle. It's movement, it's flow, it's energy. It's release and it's expression of energy. Now, masculine and femininity don't compete with each other, as you know, maybe society would have us believe at certain times. They complement each other. So the feminine, the water, in this example, the waterfall that's coming down the mountain, needs the structure of the masculine mountain for it to hold it in place, for it to, for it to actually you know, trickle off the rocks, if you like. If you look at anything in nature, look at the waterfall, for example, it's got the beautiful water coming down, expression of constant flow and energy and movement, but it's got the masculine structure keeping it in place, yeah? The masculine sits back and is the awareness and is the structure and the, almost the, the allowance for the feminine to express her beauty and her beautiful, you know, love and light, if you like, and do the dance of life. And that is, it's a beautiful thing, really, when you think of that, how the masculine and the feminine are both needed to complement each other. Um, and I just, I love it. I think it's just an amazing happenstance, if you call it, in life, that the masculine and feminine complement each other in that way. So, if we think of the masculine again, we get back to the masculine, the alpha, the ever-present witness consciousness, the ever-present something within us all. We can all tap into that right now and think there is something deep in me that is ever-present, always there and a witness. Okay? And we can think of that as being the witness to step back from our attachment of the body and you know, we can think of it as though the feminine is the is our thoughts, yeah? The feminine is our, our, our emotions, our thoughts, our sensations in the body that are constantly flowing and changing. But the masculine is the witness to that, yeah? So we, if we get overwhelmed by our thoughts and our emotions and our sensations in the body, then it's, we're getting overwhelmed and we're getting too deeply into our feminine. If we step back and realize that we are simply not our thoughts. Yeah, we are, the, we are the awareness of our thoughts. And through that lens of awareness and separation to our thoughts, we become the structure. We become the masculine presence that is never changing within us. So I could be in the height of a chaotic moment in my life with everything rushing through my body, all the stress, all the chaos, every single thing's going on in my life that's chaotic, yeah? Maybe having a day from hell <laughs> and everything's buzzing around. But yet I have still got that ability to breathe and anchor myself in that present awareness 
that never changes. Yeah, that peace within my heart, that peace within my lens of perception and awareness that can step back and disattach from those thoughts and hold space for them. Yeah. And we, we can get into that form of witness and that form of ever-present consciousness, you know, the, the conscious awareness by breathing, yeah, by, by pausing, <sighs> yeah, and breathing. If you, if you notice at the start of this podcast, if I'd have just, you know, just sped out right out of the tracks and just went with it, you know, it may have been a little bit of a chaotic sort of um, expression of energy. It might have been passionate still, yeah, it might have been an expression, but by breathing at the start and anchoring myself in that moment, I am expressing that masculine to hold space for the feminine. And that works with ourselves, but also relationally, okay? I'm going to go into both now. So, for example, we, we've looked at the first topic where we've got our thoughts coming around our head, which is the ever-changing, the feminine, okay? And we are, we're paying the witness to that. So we're stepping back, we're disattached, and we're being the ever-present witness. Now, that can happen in cold water exposure. Yeah, this is a, an extreme example of that. So we, we go into the cold water exposure, we dip our foot in, and it's a freezing cold lake. Yeah, your body, the part of you that is ever-changing, your expression, your, your emotions and your feelings are going to be like, oh, oh, no, bloody, oh, it's freezing cold, yeah? And if you get overwhelmed by that and get attached to that, feeling, you'll get out of that lake. You'll be like, oh no, I'm going in today. But if you step back and be the witness, yeah, and think, hey, no, that's fine. I'm feeling that. I'm, I'm allowing that and I'm expressing that. But that simply isn't me. I'm safe. And you're anchoring yourself with your breath and telling your nervous system you're safe. That is the perfect dance of your masculine side holding space for your feminine side. And that's why I believe it's so important to do these practices in life. Because not only are we teaching our nervous system it can feel safe in moments it once falsely believed to be a threat, you know, stressful moments in life or, you know, being hypervigilant out in the world, we are teaching the dance between masculine and feminine. We are holding space for our beautiful expression of feminine without judgment, okay? Because whatever we feel, it isn't good or bad, it just is. You know, if we, we, we shouldn't really judge those things and think, oh no, I'm feeling this, oh, isn't that awful? Just be the peaceful witness to it all, yeah? Nothing is good or bad, only thinking makes it so. Everything just is. So our masculine side, who step back and be the witness through the lens of awareness, can step back and just watch your life or watch your emotions through a lens of no judgment. Just simply, I allow. Yeah, I allow all. And, you know, I think that's an amazing thing that we can do in our own lives but also relationally, yeah? So, for example, you know, I touched on it earlier, but we've all got, um, like, an essence which is more drawn towards a feminine or a masculine. Typically speaking, as I said earlier, very generally, a man normally is more drawn to a masculine and the, the, the woman is more drawn to a feminine as, a, as their essence. But we do still have both. So, for example, I'll speak about my relationship because, you know, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. So, Nell, my partner, he, her essence is, is more feminine based. So maybe she's got home from work and she's had a bad day, and she's expressing. Yeah, she's expressing her emotions to me. She's venting. She's releasing. Yeah, she's like it's like the weather. 
It's not fixed, it's the weather. And she's releasing that and she's having the thunder, she's having the storms. Oh, and she's done this and this is what's happened. And oh, and this. She's venting and she's expressing. Now, if my masculine side just disregarded that and just went, oh, all right, just and tried to fix it, then I'm cutting that short. I'm not allowing that weather to be expressed. And that's what often us men do. We try and fix things. We just be like, all right, we'll try to just do this. But the feminine wants to be expressed. It wants to be released and it wants to be held by the masculine. Yeah, it wants to be. It wants to allow itself to be released because simply it will move and the clouds will go and then it will be clear again. So understanding the masculine feminine practices within relationships, when Nell gets home and she's having an expression, I simply hold space for that and I simply allow it. And I encourage it to come out. Yeah, because it is just... It's like a mental form of, you know, almost um, spewing up. You know, it needs to come out. It needs to come out. If I just spoon feed the sickness back in and go, you know, you know, like get it down. <laughs> I'm just suppressing the beautiful feminine, which is the energy that, that needs to come out. So I simply encourage it and go, oh, I know, God, that must have been awful. I know, God, what a day, you know, you know, and let it come out and then, Truth be known, within a couple of minutes or so, a few minutes, the expression is being held and released. And through that very practice, the masculine and feminine complement each other and come close with each other, yeah? And they bond. And the feminine learns trust. It learns that, you know, I can trust that space of masculinity. I can express there. And not only in just examples which I've told you there, but I'm not going to get into sexual things and things. I just think it's, it's a bit of a private thing. But within the sexual attraction side of things, the feminine needs to feel trust. It needs to feel safety so that it can express. Yeah, so that it can release and so that it can feel held in that masculine safe space. The arc of sexual attraction is based on the dance of masculine feminine. And again, I'm just paying more nods to this because I think it's relevant. It's not just man and woman. Yeah. I can be in my feminine and, and Nell can hold space with the masculine. So there's often I'll get home from something, some event or whatever, or something that I feel as though didn't go well or, you know, whatever it is. And Nell will hold space for that. She'll allow it. And she'll be there as the masculine structure for my feminine to be released. You know, Nell is, believe it or not, Nell, Nell's got a lot of um, good experience with, with certain things in the house, you know, she, and, and she'll step up and she'll be like, you know, you know, I can see that I'll I'll take ownership on that and I'll lead in that situation. And maybe I'm having a moment where I'm getting a bit sort of, you know, flipping out or I'm getting a bit stressed. And Nell can see that I'm in my feminine and I'm needing to express so she'll step up and she'll be like, no, okay, breathe. Come on, we've got this. And that is her holding space for my feminine. And and that's what it's about. It's about having the dance between the two and, and understanding that I'm not, as a man, I'm not any less or any bad of a person or, you know, any more unsexy to my partner if I'm in my feminine expression and she needs to step up to be in her masculine. Okay, so. So far, I've explained the feminine as, you know, thoughts, expressions, emotions, and, you know... You could be forgiven for thinking that the masculine is just a solid structure and awareness and the feminine is ex in expression and emotion and, and thoughts. And, and these two examples I've used, they've almost been like 
you know, stressful moments of release, which, which is part of the feminine, of course. However, I'm going to go into describing the masculine and feminine traits a lot more detail. So I'm going to go on the feminine first, yeah? Because I feel as though, to a certain extent so far, I've given the feminine a bad rap, <laughs> you know, in terms of it's chaos and it's like, you know, stress and it's, you know, yeah. So anyway, the feminine is the part of us that is ever-changing. It's the part of us that feels things, yeah. It's the capacity to feel love, the capacity to feel joy, the capacity to feel anything in our body is the feminine energy. Now, when we think of the feminine, we could have it as a label, we could think, I feel, yeah? And if we don't feel things, we're suppressing the feminine energy within us. I grew up and I spent most of my youth and even early adulthood not feeling anything at all. I suppressed my anger, I suppressed my joy because I thought it was cringe, I suppressed my sadness and suppressed my fear. I was living a fucking autopilot, hollow shell of a life. And then not a bit of wonder, years and years gone by, I started to get depressed. Because what is depressed? It's things that we are keeping depressed within us. And as soon as we step into expression, the opposite of depression, we, we start to feel again. We start to feel joy. And it's only when we open up to feeling fear and sadness and grief that we can really feel joy and love and excitement and, you know, the, the very best things in life. Um, now, and I don't, I stay, I don't try and stay away from that because I don't like saying best and worst things in life because everything just is, it's all a beautiful expression of energy. And, and once we do open up to it all, we start to enjoy feeling sad. You know, uh, uh, sadness is a good thing. It's intimate and it connects us to others. Um, and, and we do judge things less. You know, we don't shy away and think, oh, I don't want to feel that, that's scary, or I don't want to feel that. We, we just open up to it all and we allow. And again, back to the masculine. The masculinity is the awareness of it all. It's the conscious awareness, the separation from being overwhelmed by your emotions and being just simply being aware of them and allowing them, yeah? If we think of the feminine as, as I feel, the masculine is I, I see, yeah, or I allow, now that is a beautiful thing. A feminine is I feel, masculine is I see or I allow. Now, feminine, we, we think of flow, yeah? We think of movement, we think of constant changing, and we think of the receiver, yeah? That we surrender, we open up to feel safe so that we can blossom, yeah? Because in order to feel, in order to blossom in life, in order to grow and nourish, you know, we could go back to the nervous system. We need to feel safe, yeah? We, in order to feel fully safe, we need to be held. We need to feel as though we're in a container where we can express. And again, that talks about the masculine and feminine and how they complement each other. The feminine surrenders and blossoms like a flower. And from that place of safety comes the best thing in life, which is creativity, yeah? Us humans, I believe, anyway, we were put on this earth to create. We are the only conscious beings that can create something from nothing. We can change our pain into a gift to serve others. We can alchemize our own suffering into a product of art that lasts a lifetime and serves generations, yeah? Like, how beautiful is that? 
and that all comes from the feminine. Every expression of music, of dance, of art, of love comes from our feminine side. And it's no coincidence that once I started doing my work and started to feel safe in my body and my nervous system and started to tap into my true masculine, which is the witness to it all, my feminine came into light and I started dancing, I started expressing and suddenly I started writing poems from nothing. Now, I didn't sit down and, and try to write poems and be like, oh, I'm going to write poems today because that's coming from logic. That's coming from the masculine logic brain. Creativity flows when we surrender and we release that. When we step out of our way and we feel safe, creation just flows. And honestly, I've wrote over nearly 300 poems now in my life and they've, they've all wrote themselves. I've really got to be honest, they've all wrote themselves. I just simply stepped out of the way and these creations came up to me. And it's, it's maybe something that you know, it's hard to comprehend. And at some point in my life, I wouldn't have been able to think of that too. I would have been like, what? Poems wrote themselves. Like, and, and obviously I don't mean literally wrote themselves. It's not like the fucking pen jumped in my hands and started writing. Like, it's just, it's a, it's a term of phrase that these things come to me as if they came from somewhere else. Yeah, I didn't have to force them and think about them. They came to me as if from some kind of, you know, outside myself. And that is true creation. I believe true creation flows like a beautiful expression of a feminine flower. Yeah, it just, it just grows within us. So hopefully now you're starting to think of the feminine in a, in a more beautiful expression rather than just somebody who's having an event because they've had a stressful day. <laughs> um, so the, the feminine is the part of us that bees. Yeah, it's the beer. It's not the doer, it's the beer. But from a state of being, everything flows naturally, okay? So that's where true contemplation comes in and creativity from a state of being. Yeah, we don't have to do anything and achieve anything and tick things off lists and climb any ladders in the workplace or do anything to simply let our creation flow. And that comes from a state of being. So if we're always doing all the time and we're always working up to get a places in the workplace or ticking things off lists or doing jobs you know we are we're in that masculine sort of state really we're, we're doing things and I'll explain why that is doing in a second because I know that's kind of a little bit contradictory when I said earlier about the masculine being the doer essentially the feminine is the beer yeah it, it's, it relaxes into a state of being so that it can allow its the normal expression to come up. Now, if we are always doing all the time, we can't be because we're always doing, so we're not going to really tap into our feminine expression. However, the masculine, which is the, which is the doer, if we think of that as the reason it's doing is because it wants to feel peace. Yeah, The, the masculine's main goal is peace and freedom, okay? And the only way that it can feel peace and freedom is it feels like if it does things and it achieves things and it overcomes adversity, then at the end of all that, it can have peace and freedom. Yeah, now that, we've all got a part of us within ourselves that wants to feel peace and freedom, okay? And, and they say that's the main benchmark in understanding 
are you a predominant essence of masculine or are you a dominant expression of feminine really that's your natural stance now if something deep within you in your natural state just constantly wants to feel peace and freedom but feels like you have to do things achieve things tick things off lists in order to feel peace and freedom at the end of the day then you're probably more of an essence of masculine now i'm like that to be honest that's me my essence is masculine based which basically means yeah i want to be productive yeah i want to do things but it's not doing things for doing things sake i want to do things so that at the end of all that at the end of the achievement i can sit down in a state of peace and freedom yeah we want to clear things out and clear things off lists do 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 so that at the end of all that we want to feel peace and freedom now it's important we understand that point because a lot of people think masculinity is you know it simply is the doer 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 and the worker 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 but it's understanding that the main drive of all that is to feel peace and freedom now that was a big shift for me because that made me realize how my essence is masculinity yeah it is to feel peace and freedom now the feminine okay which is obviously as i said earlier is, is to be yeah the, the feminine's main goal is to to feel appreciated to feel loved to nourish and to care yeah so if there's a part in you that your main essence is to feel appreciated and to feel loved and to love and to care and to nourish and to you know to be that loving sort of nurturing if that is your main essence then then your main essence is feminine now when i said earlier that my main essence is masculine that doesn't mean there's not a whole part of me that wants to feel loved appreciated to nurture to care that's my feminine side it's just that my default state if you like yeah i think that's the best way to describe it my default state is masculine and generally speaking that is the way for a lot of men we just want peace and we just want freedom <laughs> but we feel like we have to overcome things and do things in order to get that and generally speaking from a woman's point of view generally speaking a woman generally wants to feel appreciated wants to feel loved and wants to nourish and wants to care yeah generally speaking so you can ask yourself that question now is the my main drive okay is my main essence and my main default one of feeling peace and freedom after i've done things or is it to feel feel appreciated to love to appreciate and to nurture yeah what is your natural kind of lending so have a breathe yeah <laughs> So the masculine okay we're going to the bit more of the masculine now it's structure it's order it's contained it's ever presence and it's the giver yeah it's the provider okay so if we think of the the sun as the provider of energy yeah the sun is the masculine okay it's providing it's giving the energy and it's feeding and it's you know it's it's doing yeah okay and it's providing it's providing providing that sort of you know the, the, the feeding qualities of the land yeah however the moon which is the feminine is is simply being yeah it's simply there and it's just sort of it's dictating the energies it's the dictating the tides and the water yeah so water if you think of water as the emotions 
okay, the moon is that feminine, beautiful expression of energy which is dictating the tides, okay? And the moon is in phases, obviously, yeah, it's not constant, it, we go through the cycles, okay, and everything, anything cyclical, think of it as constantly changing, the moon isn't always full in the sky as we see it, you know, it's going through the waxing crescent, it's going through the waxing gibbous, um, you know, the, the full moon, the new moon, the waning, and the, you know, the waning wax, waxing and the waning gibbous, um, it's going through the cycles, and that's the feminine, it's a, fem it's a beautiful expression of the feminine, and, you know, we can always see these in nature, one of my best things to do is, when I'm sitting out in the lakes and things, I look, and I think, right, what, where's the masculine and where's the feminine? So we think of the sky, the ever-present, that's the masculine. The clouds in the sky are always moving, it's the feminine. We've got the beautiful waterfalls, um, you know, that's the f flowing movement of the feminine. We've got the rocks either side of it holding it in place, that's the masculine. We can always look for this in life and we can see it, um, you know, all the time because it's, it's the ever-expression of, of right back to the start, which is consciousness, conscious awareness, masculine, and you know, light and expression and movement, which is which is the feminine. Often the masculine and feminine are described as chaos and order, okay, so order being the masculine, you know, structure, order, containment, chaos being movement, expression, release. But again, when our human eyes come on that and we think of chaos and order, we can often judge that and think, oh, chaos and order, like chaos sounds like bad, chaos sounds like trouble. Well, it's not because every single thing in life actually arose from chaos. So if you think of the expression of the universe, it all came from chaos and we'll all go back to chaos. Chaos is just expression, just movement, ever-changing, whereas stillness and order is just that nothingness that everything came from, yeah? So if you think of everything universally, it's all coming from the masculine feminine. The yang, and the, the yin and the yang, masculine feminine, we've got the yang, which is masculine, and we've got the yin, which is feminine. Every single thing in life is an expression of masculine feminine, and it's just understanding it and how these embodiments of energy we can express through the human body. Yeah, we can express. So I can think of the masculine, and how can I express that through the human body? So how would consciousness and structure and depth and stillness and a witness be expressed through the human body? Well, it would be expressed through an anchored, grounded breath, okay? In each moment, okay? So that I represent masculinity within my body so that ultimately, by default, it makes the feminine feel safe and, 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 and trusted. You know, if I'm nervous and I'm breathing through a shallow breath and I'm panicking and I'm jittery, the feminine's going to see that and she's going to think, oh, that's, I can't trust that. You know, my nervous system isn't going to feel safe around that structure. Whereas if I'm grounded in, in, in the moment and I'm present, yeah, masculine is presence. You know, in fact, that's a beautiful word to describe masculinity. It's deep presence, unwavering presence, yeah. Let's think of the, the beautiful oak tree. It's connected to the ground by its roots. It's connected to the air by its, by its branches and its leaves. It's receiving from the environment, taking in the, what's going on in the world, but it's grounded in the present. So it can receive things from the moment of to what needs to happen, okay? But it can adapt, it's grounded in the present and it breathes deeply. And I can express that through my body. Like, think of that. Like, I can express 
the archetype of an oak tree through my body and I can take that to the workplace. I can take that to picking my son up from school. Yeah, I can take that into any moment in life, whether I'm stuck in traffic or when I'm arguing, when I'm, when I'm having an argument or something with, you know, with my mum or whatever. I can take the embodiment of energy as the masculine, as the oak tree. It's the unwavering, yeah? And, you know, if I just be the witness to anything that's going on, I am going to be more conscious and I'm going to be more in line with my truth. If I clash with that and, 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 and allow my chaotic and, and sort of, you know, unstructured side to come out, it's going to clash and it's going to create thunder and it's going to create, you know, battles. Um, so, yeah, think of that as your masculine side. It's the structure. It's the mountain within us all that can sit back and have the conscious awareness. Now, that is needed. It's needed in life. We shouldn't suppress that. Um, you know, and, and the feminine, if I was to, ex to express that, that's the flowing, that's the dancing, that's the movement and expression that comes from a place of being in the, in the body. Yeah, so feminine is tapping into the body, um, but also paying witness, you know, having the, the expression of the thoughts and the emotions, that, that's the energy of, of the feminine as well. So, you know, the feminine flows like a waterfall, it's feelings, it's creativity, it's intuition. Like, think of the elements, yeah? The fire, the water, the wind, the earth. Those are expressions of the feminine, okay? Now, understanding how in our lives we are expressing these two energies all the time. And we can even do a self-inquiry and think, okay, then, like, let's look at my life now. What am I, am I just doing all the time so that I can feel peace and freedom? You know, that I suppose that you could say that's like maybe like on the toxic side of masculinity because you're just doing, doing, doing all the time. You're not really stepping into the true depth of masculinity, which is that ability to witness and that ability to find stillness um, and feel like grounded depth and, and present. Okay. The feminine side, you know, if there's no structure in your life and you're just flowing all the time and you're just chaotic and there's no groundedness, you're just floating like a butterfly all the time and you're just, you know, traveling all over and you just, there's no rootedness and no groundedness and you're just away with the fairies, if you like, you're not grounded. You need that anchor, that grounded sort of presence and that deep structure to express from, okay? So we, we can understand how we can be heavily expressive of one, but denying the other. But both complement each other. Both are needed. You know, I, as I said earlier, I grew up denying my feminine. There's no way that I would have ever danced, or there's no way that I would have ever expressed emotions or tapped into my creativity. I just wouldn't have done that, because I thought, oh, a man doesn't do that. A man's Mr. Masculine. But none understand at the time that my masculinity was just toxic masculinity I was just having big muscles so I appeared strong but really you know I was probably my nervous system wasn't grounded or safe so probably to any women that I was dating at the time they probably didn't feel safe around me because I was heavily bothered about appearances and bothered about you know just the physical things um so yeah it's understanding that <sighs> okay so Understanding the mental health of the masculine and the feminine, that's important as well, because the mental health system treats everything with one brush, okay? Now, masculinity 
if I've got an essence of masculine, I grow through purpose, through challenges, and through overcoming adversity. Okay, again, going back to what I said earlier, if we overcome challenges, we overcome adversity, and we have a purpose in life, the masculine feels good when it has a purpose, when it has a drive, so that the end of achieving that purpose, it can have peace and freedom. Everything comes back to peace and freedom, but it needs a purpose, and it needs a drive. It needs a, the masculine needs a mission, almost. Yeah, it needs something to achieve, to overcome. That's why, you know, if predominantly males have the masculine drive at the start, when we go to the gym and we build our bodies and we have a goal, you know, it doesn't have to be gym or bodies, when we have a goal in mind and we have something to achieve, we have something to focus on and feel purpose with, so that at the end of that we can feel peace and freedom. So if we have a man who has an essence of masculine who's feeling low and depressed and sad and lonely and lack of purpose... Give a man a mission and he'll overcome mountains for it, yeah? Give a man purpose and give a man adversity and challenges and he'll overcome that and feel fulfilled afterwards. That is fucking massive for understanding a man's mental health. Typically speaking, a man's mental health has got masculine as their essence. For feminine, which again, as I said, both can be man and woman. It's important we understand that. Femininity, if we're feeling low and sad and lonely and depressed and... and lack of, you know, fulfilment in life, the feminine needs to be loved and appreciated, seen, heard, felt, connected, yeah? They need to feel seen. Now, that's, if we often don't understand that in our relationships, when one of our, one of our relationships, man or woman, is sad, tapping into that and thinking, right, okay, what has my partner got as her main essence? Is she mainly an essence of a masculine? Is she mainly an essence of a feminine? Is their needs being met in that respect? You know, does she need a purpose? Does she need a challenge? Does she need something to get up for in the mornings? Or does she need to feel seen and nourished and heard and felt and appreciated and loved? Yeah, we all need both parts of those things. However, it's understanding our main essence as to what drives us the most. Because I need love. I need love. I need appreciation. I need to feel nurtured. I need to do that as well. I need that. That's a heavy desire and need of mine. However, more than that, I need purpose. Yeah, I need drive. I need challenges to overcome so that I can feel peace and freedom. Because mostly in life, when I'm feeling peace and freedom, um, you know, I, I could take this back to just like a, a simple hobby. But once I've got up in the morning and I've done a mountain, or I've packed my bag on my back and I've got up and I've went in the lakes and I've overcome a big mountain or a challenge and I'm sat at the top of that mountain eating my peanut butter sandwich, there is no happier thing for me. There is no happier thing for me than once I've overcome a big challenge and I'm feeling peace and freedom at the top, looking down on my accomplishments. Like, it's just, that to me drives me. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not loving and, and caring and, you know... Um, expressive with my love and, and desire to nurture, of course I've got that. But, you know, more than anything, <laughs> peace and freedom is my main sort of thing. Um, and again, you know, that's not me sort of... That doesn't mean that I'm a selfish person or anything like that. It's just understanding my, my essence, you know, the main essence. Um, you know, when you're listening to this, you, you might be, your main essence might be feminine and you might be thinking, oh, you know, I, I just want to be filled. I want to be held. I want to be, you know, I want to appreciate, I want to feel appreciated. I want to love. I want to nurture. 
and and you know I almost I need that more than anything else and and that's you know it's just self-inquiry it's all understanding that it's self-inquiry and understanding the beautiful expression of energy that runs through us all okay <sighs> I've enjoyed this episode so far it's been nice I've, I've enjoyed expressing it because it's something that I love it's something that makes up you know everything everything is made up of the alpha and omega the masculine feminine and that's the the very dance of polarity yeah the the, the dance between structure and flow yeah the mountains and the waterfalls logic and creativity doing and being work and play maths and art facts and intuition yeah the masculine is the seer to believe the, the feminine is the feeler to believe, yeah? So she needs to feel things intuitively, yeah? The masculine is more logic and structure. You know, I know we need to see them facts to believe it. And often if somebody's a heavily masculine presence, they need them facts. They need to logic, facts. There we go, we've got it on paper. Whereas the feminine is more of an intuition. It's more of, oh, I feel that, you know, I'm going with that. But we have both. So if we aren't tapping into our intuition and we're just sticking to the facts all the time and being logic, we're heavily in our masculine. Whereas we need to step back as well and allow the feminine intuition to take place, yeah? As well as having logic and work and, and doing, we need play, we need art, we need expression, we need creativity. And it's about understanding them both, yeah? <sighs> okay. I'm going to end it there. But I hope you've got something from this episode. And I would love you to reach out to me. Express your thoughts on this episode. If anything is related. You've took anything away. You have any questions. You know, thank you very much. Um, I appreciate any feedback. Um, so yeah. Much love. Speak soon. And until next time. Keep loving. And stay conscious. <laughs>